Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and you're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you connected on today. Thank you again for uh, listening to this podcast. So many of you around the world, wherever you are listening from, whether you're in the United States, whether you're in Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia, thank you so much. We appreciate you for sharing this podcast with folks around the world. We are hoping to empower leaders. This is really about us becoming who we are put on the planet to become. God has an amazing investment in all of us. And a part of this is to understand the evolutionary process of what it means to become, to evolve. And so to that end, we're grateful and thankful for each one of you. I'm so grateful to have you connected on this day. And I want you to know that as you're listening uh, today, we encourage you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Let me know if you're being blessed by this. Let me know if there's a topic or a comment you want to make regarding Next Level Leader. We really appreciate you. And we encourage you to share with at least 10 people or your followers out there on social media. If it's a blessing to you, share with them. Today, I want to focus in on a topic that I believe is so important to the success and sustainability of what it means to be a leader. It is the issue of humility. Something we don't talk about much, but it is so important. I've really been on this in my devotional life and really been praying about this. And, you know, one of the things that I I need you to understand as you hear this is there are two things that I ask God for every day I wake up, wisdom and humility. Well, give me the wisdom to discern what I need to know to be a leader of your people, navigate these unprecedented places, but also give me humility that no matter what you accomplish in my life, that I never will get the big head, but that I will always remember it is because of you. We're living a day of so much arrogance, narcissism. We are so consumed with ourselves, our own egos, it's a day of selfies and a day of me and I, and we often lose sight of what true humility looks like. I remember hearing a story of a man walking down the street and seeing a turtle on a post. He looked up and it was weird because on the post of the fence sat a turtle. The man kept looking in bewilderment. The owner of the home came out and the man began to inquire, sir, how in the world did that turtle get on that fence post? And that man's answer is something that I believe can give us a great insight into what humility really looks like. He said to the stranger, well, one thing is certain, he didn't get there by himself. You know, in the book of James, it tells us around chapter 4 and verse 10 that if we humble ourselves, that God would exalt us in due time. Humility is so important, right? Because it really is helping us to understand a few things I want to share with you today. What does that look like? 
how does it manifest? It is the antithesis of arrogance. It is walking in a sense of humility and walking in a sense of gratitude. True humility manifests in these ways I want to share with you today. First is when you acknowledge that you had help. You see, you have to acknowledge that where you are in your life is not some individual attainment. There were people along the way that God put in your path. There were connections, people praying for you. There were people who you don't even know that were working behind the scenes, making things happen. Your success is the result of a collective effort by people used by God to help you arrive at the place where you are. And when you recognize that, that you did not get there by yourself, but that you did have help, it creates a great sense of humility. You move from the I to we. You move from understanding that it was a community, a village, people that encouraged you and prayed for you and pulling for you. And I think it's so important, right? Never get so high that you forget about those folks, that you forget about those key players in your life that were significant. Because sometimes if you're not careful, you can get in that place in your life where you start shifting away from those real genuine and authentic relationships because you're in pursuit of this newness, if you will, at this different level of people who are shallow and may not be as authentic. It is important when you acknowledge that you had help, it is really the first step in understanding true humility. You know, I love this book. It's by C.J. Mahaney. It's called Humility, True Greatness. And in that book, he truly talks about how when we acknowledge the fact that there are other people in our lives that are contributing and helping us to achieve what we've achieved, the teacher, the other person who God used along the way, the pastor who prayed for us. And we remain humble because these folks didn't have to do it, but they did. You know, what happens is that, here's the second thing I want you to remember, is that arrogance will suffocate your success. I know a lot of pretty ugly people, people who change when they receive a certain level of success in life. When they walk in certain altitudes, they begin to shift and become arrogant. And it suffocates your success because what it does, it puts a ceiling on your ability to be successful. And for some of you, that may not necessarily mean much, but others of you really understand what that means. Because when you really process it, I really want you to think about it. Arrogance puts a ceiling on the blessing that God has for your life. Arrogance strains relationships. When you're arrogant, people don't want to be connected to you. When you're arrogant, people don't want to be bothered with you. When you're arrogant, people just say, listen, you know, I don't want to do business with you. That's why it's so incredibly important to continue to walk in the space of humility. You know, one of the things that I, I believe is strong, and I'll say it over and over again, and I want you to hear this, that God frequently would give us a taste of success at smaller levels as a test to see if he can trust us with more. And we have to be careful that we're not, you know, creating our own ceiling by mishandling the blessing, shifting the focus from gratitude to worshiping the thing, thinking that it's all about us and all about the thing we have. And all of a sudden we turn that thing into an idol and that's where arrogance comes in. Here's a question I want you to think about. How high can God take you and not lose you? What does God have to do in your life to keep you humble? 
Well, I want you to think about this for a moment. You have to recognize that you are flawed. You recognize your human condition. And I often say this. This is one of the things that I, I'm adamant about in this day of people being flashy and showing out on social media. If you can remember this, it'll help you stay humble. You're too flawed to be flashy. You see, <laughs> when you begin to realize that, you know, you're not all that you think you are, albeit for the grace of God upon your life, that you have flaws and failures and you made mistakes in your past, why would you be flashy? This requires a level of humility in your life that God would use you in spite of you. That's enough there to keep me humble, to know that every time I get a chance to approach the opportunity that God has given to me, do what I do, to stand in the place I stand, to be in the meetings and positions and seats where I am, man, there's no way I'm going to be flashy. I'm going to come in and be the most humble person ever because I realize that anybody could be in this spot. I don't deserve it. But it's by the grace of God that I'm walking in it. Leaders must understand this, man. True leaders are really unflashy. True leaders are people who walk in incredible humility because they understand that they're too flawed to be flashy. But do you know this? Listen carefully. Arrogance makes you guilty of what Mahaney says in that book on humility of, of cosmic plagiarism. You are taking credit for what God did. You, you are taking credit. You, you're doing the very thing that God says don't do. See, what I realized, my language begins to change, and I begin to realize that the job I have, God gave it to me. The car I drive, God gave it to me. The house I live in, God gave it to me. And so consequently, what I want to do is I want to honor God with that. I want to say, you know, I'm not going to take credit for my gift or for my talent, my skill. I'm going to say God has given me the strength to do this. And, and, and if God gave it, God can also take it away. So every day I wake up, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take rob God of his glory because I'm sitting around and I, I've got to have all the attention focused on me. A true leader wakes up every day and is serious, absolutely serious about making certain that they're not guilty of plagiarism, that they're not walking around saying that that was, you know, that I did all that. By my strength, I did all that. One of the marvelous stories in the, uh, in the Bible is the story of Gideon. Get a chance to read it. It's a powerful story. Gideon has, you know, all these, you know, over 30,000 you know, troops. It's amazing. And how God says, you got too many. And God tells him, knowing that his adversary has many more thousand, God tells Gideon to downsize. And what makes that interesting, before Gideon even gets to the 300, what makes it interesting is this, is that Gideon, listen, is told to downsize before the battle because God says, if I give them the victory, they will take credit for it. But if I create a scenario by which they are outnumbered, it doesn't look like they're going to be able to do it, and I give them the victory, they will have no doubt in their mind that it was I who did it. You see, here's the deal. Sometimes you have to realize that God may be creating a situation in your life so that when he does it, nothing else can get the glory. You can't take credit for it. Your money, your degree, your connections, you will have to say, man, that was nothing but God. 
some of you now on jobs you know you didn't qualify for, you're in programs in school, you're surprised that they let you in simply because God set it up where he would have to get the glory. You know, I think it's important because this next principle I want to spend a little time on, the higher you go up, right? The higher you go up, the lower you must go. What that says is that you have to learn how to rub shoulders. When you rub shoulders with kings and queens, but you don't lose the common touch. Philippians chapter 2, the Bible speaks of Jesus around verse 7. He left heaven and made himself of no reputation. How powerful is that? That we come to a place that the higher I go up, the humbler I become. Because I recognize that as God begins to elevate me and I begin to walk in these new spaces, I have to learn that what makes me successful, what keeps me sustained in that success is my consistency in being humble. People find that to be an anomaly. I know in my own life, I have the privilege of leading one of the largest churches, predominantly African-American churches in the United States. And people will see me out and I'll be relational. Or I'll respond to an a Instagram request personally or I encourage somebody and they're just so shocked by that. Because people who sit in the seats I sit in don't necessarily do that. But I've just been so committed to being humble and relational and being able to be accessible that I want people to know the higher God takes me, the humbler I become. And as a consequence, it creates opportunities where people want to work with you. People feel like they can create community with you. They feel like they can create alliances and partnerships with you. What are you robbing your business of? What are you robbing yourself of by being arrogant, man? Listen, arrogant people, that thing doesn't look good on anybody. Nobody wants to be in a room with someone who's thinking more of themselves than they are. It is so important. The higher you go, if you can remember this principle, every time God takes me up one, I need to go down two. Just tone it down. Be more humble more relational, more impactful in the lives of other people, more accessible. That's how I know I can be entrusted with a blessing. And then you should not confuse, here's the next point, meekness with weakness. The Bible says in Matthew 5 and 5 that the meek shall inherit the earth. We sometimes confuse humility with being weak. You know, we have to show that we're in charge. We got to show that we're the boss. That comes out of a misguided understanding of what true leadership really is. True leadership is to serve. Serving leadership is rare. And when you have privilege and honor to serve people, to be able to lead means I'm able to serve a vision bigger than myself to help people come alongside and do what God has called them to do in the earth. This is what real leadership looks like. It, it, it's really your ability. Your ability, man, to say my strength is in my humility. I'm not weak because I'm humble. I'm not weak because I don't, I don't need to be affirmed. Sometimes people need to be fed. As a leader, I, I found out that a lot of people have pre-existing conditions, and these are not physiological. They're more emotional. And I say that to mean that some people need positions and they need power in order to feed their egos, to feed that demon of narcissism. And as a consequence, I made up my mind as a leader that I wasn't going to pass out self-esteem, giving people positions only to affirm their value. Your value and who you are as a person should not be tied to a title. It should not be tied to a position. 
It should be tied to who you know you are in God. And as a consequence, as a leader who walks in humility, you don't ever allow yourself to be seen as weak because you are humble, because you'd rather let God get the glory, because you'd rather move the attention away from yourself and you're able to say, I don't need recognition. I don't have to have all the attention on me as long as the thing gets done. Someone once said the reason why it's so hard to get things done in community is because when you bring organizations together, people trying to figure out who's going to be in charge. Nobody wants to step back and decrease so that the thing can go forward. When you are a leader, you're focused on the whole. You're focused on what's in the best interest of the organization, the community. That's what you're focused on, not your own individual pursuits. Your own individual pursuits are important to you, but they are often, often in the way of what the community needs. And you have to be willing to diminish. You have to be willing to move yourself out of the way so those things can come to fruition. The final thing I want to share with you is this, is that humility demonstrates generosity, right? Meaning that when you're humble and you recognize where your blessings come from, then you're able to give back to God. See, <laughs> I often say if God can't get a blessing through you, he'll stop sending blessings to you. I have seen some people who have had some remarkable blessings upon their life and who recognize that God must be first. And I've seen them say, I'm going to pay my tithe. I'm going to make sure I don't forget to give to God's church because I recognize as a generous person, it is an act of humility. Your generosity, where your heart is, your treasures, your generosity is an act of humility. It is an act of saying, this is God's money that he's entrusted me to be a steward of, a manager of. And I want to make sure that his work in the earth doesn't suffer while I'm building my own kingdom. We build our own kingdoms and do our own things. And God doesn't mind us having fun and enjoying life and doing things for ourselves. But we must remember building his kingdom in the earth. Matthew 6, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. That's powerful, people of God. That's important. And we must understand that true humility has a lot to do with our generosity. Ask yourself, when you look at the blessings that God has given to you, what are you really doing for God? What are you really doing for God? How much are you really giving back to God's church? I believe if you're going to walk in humility, man, I believe this can be the greatest season of your life. You know, as a leader, I want you to think about something. You're hearing this today. And there's some areas in your life you need to pause, reflect on, and say, I need to check myself. I want you to spend time checking yourself, going through, checking your relationships, checking your interactions, checking your own motives, checking your whys. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Is it for attention? Is it for affirmation? And make sure you put yourself back in alignment. Get yourself back in formation. Humble yourself and watch in due season, due time. 
Watch out God will open doors because he can trust you to go through them and yet give him glory. I love this humility piece because that's my life. Lord, make us humble. Lord, give us the spirit to be humble, to walk in true humility, knowing that what we have, you gave us. What we are, you made us. What we know, you taught us. And where we are, you brought us. Thank you for tuning in today to Next Level Leader Podcast. I hope this one blessed you. Humility is one of the most important lessons you will ever learn as a leader. And when you master humility, (laughs) you open up access to blessings that you've never even imagined. Thank you again. May God bless you. Until next time, this is Dr. Joseph Von Walker III. God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3 I look forward to connecting with you.